Roll up! Roll up! Ladies and gentlemen, to the greatest podcast on Earth! Step right up and experience the magnificence that is the Two Ring Circus Podcast! You'll gasp! <gasps> You'll laugh! <laughs> and you'll be amazed at what comes next. Amazing. Don't worry about the smell. It's just the stars of our show, Tom Italiano! Hello! And Matt Bradshaw! Ah, damn it. Welcome! <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Matt! Hi, Dom. Welcome to Us on the Road again. On the road again. I like this, um... <laughs> A spontaneity of our podcasts in the last few weeks—it's <laughs> been—it's um, been very interesting. So here's what's happened. What's happened? Tell everyone what's happened. Um, every second Tuesday, when Dom and I play together at the <laughs> pub at Crown Casino, uh, we finish at ten o'clock at night, and then we pack our stuff up, and I have a couple of shots to grease the funny machine, and then we um, we sit in my car and we record. Dom gets all his gear from the car. I load my band gear into the back of the car, into the back of my car, and then we reconvene in the front seats of my car. And Bob's your lesser-known half cousin, and we do a podcast together. So, and that was what we were going to do tonight. That's what we were going to do tonight. So Dom went to his car to get his stuff to record the podcast. I put my guitar and my pedals and my trolley in the car, and thought to save us some room. I'll put my bag in the back of the car as well. Uh, so I did that, and then I closed the tailgate, and the tailgate wasn't quite closed, and so I went to open the tailgate again, and the tailgate wouldn't open. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I felt in my keys for the pocket because it's got that you know smart key proximity thing, <laughs> proximity Sam, and uh, my key isn't in my pocket. My key is in my bag on the inside of the car <laughs> oh. clearly not close enough to any part of the car or that you it, that it recognises that we want to get in it <laughs> uh, so as you can see in here we are not in Matt's car we are in my car and we are not standing still we are driving yeah, but so where are we driving to we're driving to my friend Jessie May's house because she has a key to my house <laughs> from where she was looking after Scritchy, my cat, because, uh, of course, my house key is with my car key. Um, I do have a house key uh, that stays in a lockbox outside my house, um, but I used it yesterday and didn't put it back in the lockbox. <laughs> <laughs> so in order for Dom and I to drive to my house to get the spare key to my car, we need to drive to Jessie May's house on the way to get the spare key to my house so we can get into my house to get the car key so we can... Is there anything else you need on the way? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a late night supermarket you need? I'm so glad that it's quarter to 11 and not quarter to 2 which is what it would be tomorrow night yeah which would be well, do it tomorrow night. fucking hell on earth I am flabbergasted this has happened I, I, I feel like it's such an obvious 
fucking safeguard in a brand new car that this couldn't possibly happen. So funny. For fuck. It's like all of the uh, the modern technologies that have been put in place for you never to be able to lock your keys in your car. Because it was such a, it was a real problem for everyone today. Yeah, like if you shut your keys in the boot of your car, you're fucked. Mm. Like, it, it, like in the old, old the days, days before yeah. cars had remote boot releases as well. Yeah. That's like take the back seats out. Yeah. I know that because my parents had to do that yeah. in their car. Ah. <laughs> uh, but everyone loves. To, yeah, this is, this is a good thing about about life is if things go well, right? You don't have any stories. You don't yeah, really have uh, a story. Absolutely. But if things um, things don't go to plan, you got a story. I love it. So Dom said, "You remember the RSCV? Yeah, I am. Well, ring them." I said, "Well, what were they doing?" He said, "They might like the, you know they'll have the electronic doodad." But they've got one. I can tell you. I definitely. I know. They just didn't tell you over the phone. Well, I bet you any money. <laughs> if we'd ran around for the dude to show up in ninety minutes, he would have broken into your car. Yeah. yeah. Broken in. Now, this is the this is the modern version of the problem that I had in nineteen ninety eight when I was borrowing my mum's car and I used to borrow mum's car all the time because my car was crap and mum and dad insisted that I take a, um, a more reliable, less dangerous car. <laughs> so I had the Holden Barina and uh, I thought, I'll borrow mum's car, I'll do the right thing, I'll put petrol in it at one o'clock in the morning, put my key into the um, petrol cap lock and snap the key right off. So one o'clock in the morning, I had to call my parents from the phone inside the service station because yeah, I didn't cause... have a mobile phone. Um, and my dad had to come and... into Geelong, so like an hour's round trip. Oh, and he dude. was so angry. And that is the story of a few days later when he told me the whole theory of relationships like a bank account you've got to put in before you can take out and he felt that I've been taking out more than I've been putting in and to which I kind of smart-assly quipped back to him I was putting petrol in the car I was trying to put back in <laughs> he wasn't having to borrow it at that time um, yeah that feels quite unfair I know that's not the point of the story that feels quite unfair that he was angry I mean I understand annoyed but angry and, and also giving you a lecture about uh, I, I think in the whole context of that time period, I think he was probably quite justified. Yeah? Yeah. This is one of those scenarios where this is a boy cried... There was a boy cried wolf thing. Like, you know, you've done you've done the wrong thing a bunch of times. Sure. That's at one time you're doing the right thing. And it was like, hang on. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. He, he'd obviously be working up <laughs> to wanting to talk to me in some way about it. And uh, this was... This was the uh, straw... That broke his back. Now tell me about the noise that your car's making right now. Which one? Well, this the main, is the main one. Which noise can you hear? I don't know what. I don't what? know what it is. Like, oh, uh, this is just a, a two hundred eighty-five thousand kilometers small car. Small car noise. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. This car's already done. As the <laughs> as the, the guy that serviced it last said, the car's already done one hundred fifty thousand k's more than generally anyone who buys your kind of car does. Really? Yeah. He said, your, people who buy Kia Cerrados don't do over a thousand times It's been good to you. It's been amazing. 
and I can back that up by my brother's car's done 130,000 Ks um, and is four years older than mine. They've got exactly yeah, okay. the same model, but it's four years older and it's done less than half the amount of Ks. Right. Yeah. It hasn't had new shockers or anything like that. It's like stock from five years ago when I bought it. So this other, is? Yeah, other yeah. than getting serviced, it's had nothing replaced. And it clearly isn't worn out. Yeah, that's... That's bad unhappy noises from the front end. Oh, yeah, it's clicking CV above joints? Me. I don't even want, you know what that means. Wheel bearings? Like it's that sort of thing? Yeah, it's yeah. constant yeah, speedy it's, noise. It's, yeah, it's, it's worn out. Yeah. It's got shit that needs... Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, at least my car's going right now, mate. Sorry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wasn't out. having you go. I was waiting for you. Oh, this is bullshit. Just let me out here. Please don't. Actually, let me out here. <laughs> to be fair, you're, you're slightly more safe in my car right now than if I just let you out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> if I'd have worked a bit harder... At what? I'd live in Maribyrnong. Now? No, I think that's about how fat, hard you work. It's just more about if you just decided to move years ago. But you know, if we don't make different decisions in our life, none of us would be here doing this podcast right now. So. I also the thing about my the the spare key to my house not being where it's supposed to be. Two things about that. One is I thought to myself. What a wonderful world. Just yesterday. <laughs> and, uh, I should hire a spare key at the back as well. Just in case one day I don't put it back in the lockbox at the front. <laughs> and then, because I was doing some work with some tools yesterday. Uh, and didn't put And didn't put one of the things back where I was supposed to. I said to myself, self, put things back where you get them from and then you'll always know where they are <laughs> said the guy who didn't put the key back in the lockbox dude uh, I'm completely tempting fate at the moment with the fact that I cat has a set of keys for our new house I have a set of keys and I would usually when I move house the first thing I do is get four or five sets of keys cut sets of keys cut yeah uh, mum dad brother like everyone's got a spare spare set but I haven't done it um, so. god damn it yeah ah well it happens it's good it's very good of you mate I tell you what though if it's... anyone's watching this video they can see that the back windscreen of mine is pretty freaking dirty not the part that's clean that's true yeah. the part that's clean is great I'm a glass half full kind of guy yeah I'm a window mostly clean kind of guy <laughs> ah. uh, what else has been happening oh uh, <laughs> Uh, I had I had serious things to talk about tonight. I don't know if any of them are warranted now on the, the back of sort of you know joviality and and and, and key lossageness. Oh, we'll give it a go. We've got another forty minutes <laughs> before we need to get out of the car. Or oh, half an hour at least. We could do another episode on the way back. Maybe we should. Yeah, see we'll do we... one on Saturday. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're on holidays. Got a holiday. Holiday. Yes. Have you ever been a fly driver? Have you been a fly driver before? I have not. No. 
But I have friends who have been to Fiji and have really enjoyed it. Oh, well, I'm looking forward to it. Steve and Amy have been to Fiji, I think. Yeah, I think Steve said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's fun. Yeah. Well, but I'll tell you all about it when I get back. Okay, well, don't do anything dodgy with your shoulder. That's the main thing. No, I'm going to do my best to not do anything dodgy with it ever again. Yeah, but, like, I mean, because it, it's boring mundane stuff, I don't just mean, you know, don't go fucking shark cage diving. No. Can you do that, I mean, I mean, don't go putting things in the overhead locker. Sure. Yeah. I can't do that anyway. I can barely put the bloody ticket in the parking thing in. <laughs> the, oh, shit. I have to do this. I have to put my hand on my shoulder and then do it. Yeah, it's great. A bit of a mess. That's all right. We'll get there. We'll work it out. We did okay. work it out. Uh, yeah. well, well, speak, speak serious. What did you want to talk about? Well, I've had some things happen to me recently. Yeah. Um, I've had uh, a friend of mine... Um, block me on social media platforms and block my number and I don't know why there was no unpleasant altercation um could it be something you didn't do uh possibly but and that's fine we're we're sort of not here to dissect the whys and wherefores of why it's happened so much as <clears throat> well, okay, and so something else has happened as well. I've had, uh, I've had, how can I phrase this? I've had someone coming to my gigs uh, repeatedly um, who has be- begun to make things quite uncomfortable for me. Um, mainly by virtue of the fact that in conversations have been fine that we've had at gigs where she's come along um, but in a message or a few messages that uh, she wrote all of a sudden it became very clear that she was uh, interested in me in a romantic sense and kind of spoke about it like it was obvious and that I should have known um, and other people have got involved in that, as, as, in that as well. So I got a message on Friday night after after our gig that we did together from a mutual friend of hers and mine, a guy, saying she just needs to know yes or no if you want a relationship. Like she and I have had a conversation about it. And so the, the two things are completely separate, but... Oh, and I've had one other thing as well, which is an ongoing saga with a, uh, an old friend of mine who I used to work with, who you know, who every now and then kind of rears his head and tends to paint me in a really, really poor light to anyone who cares to listen yeah, yeah. and get involved, and in quite public forums often. <laughs> Now, all of those things are fine. They've all happened in the space of the last two weeks, though. And so, the thing I wanted to... I've thought about it a lot. 
and I've, I think I've come to a new understanding as to how I feel about these sorts of things and how I feel about how people feel about me. So I have been known to say in the past, I don't give a fuck what people think about me. Anytime I've said that, it's been a, a complete blatant lie. I care very much what people think about me. But my new understanding is, actually, you know what? It's not that. I, I don't require for people to like me. Obviously, I would prefer they did. But the idea that we can be liked by everyone on the planet is fucking ludicrous and irrational and borderline insane. That's So that's okay. So I actually don't care if people don't like me. But I want it to be fair. I want to know... I don't necessarily want to know why they don't, but I want their reasoning to be kind of sound and justified. Now, I'm not the nicest. <laughs> yeah, but dude, that's that's an unrealistic, unrealistic assumption that the people who have the opinion about you are fair and justified and sane and reasonable people. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get that, but it's 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 um. It's where I've arrived at in my thought process with it all. Because I was chatting with our friend Veronica about it on Sunday. I said, it's a really indelicate phrase. Shit splashes. So when these people are talking to pseudo-independent third parties about me and what an ass I've been, um, some of these people don't know me. Like, the, these are people who might have might have heard of me as a singer around town. Uh, the unfortunate thing about human nature so often is that we're very quick and happy to believe the worst in other people. So I just feel like, and that's the part I mean about being fair, like, if I've treated you like a dick, then fine. Like, fucking have a go at me or write me off. Or tell anyone in your fucking... Anyone you come into contact with what an arsehole I am. That's your prerogative. I have no control over that, and that's fine. But if I haven't done anything wrong, and you're telling people I have, and they and people... Oh, fuck. People who are in the same profession as me, people who come along to see me play, like all of those stuff, that's a really shitty thing to do. And it's, I know I sound like a petulant 12-year-old, but that's unfair. I just want it to be fair. Just fucking, fucking tell the truth and be fucking fair. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's affected me quite a lot these last couple of weeks. It's just, it's really compounded. I, fuck, I blew up on Sunday when something else happened. And it, not at anyone. I just, I blew up about it. Yeah. Um, it's a shitty way to feel. It's, it's, you know, I don't, I don't need everyone to love me. I just, I just don't, don't make me look like a fucking, fudge. I keep wanting to receive them. I've, I've curbed it so many times in this conversation because I just, it, it, I, I do, I do understand. I empathize with you. The, uh, I, I'm aware how juvenile it sounds. No, no, I'm not saying that. I do encourage you to take heart that in the fact that the people that you are talking about are 
um, and I, I know who you're talking about, they are, although maybe to other people, maybe credible sources, we know that they are both unhinged and not at all of sound mind. And so I, when I say take heart, it's not like it's justified from someone who you have legitimately crossed who is of sound mind. And incidentally, if they were, people who are sound mind don't behave like that. They don't go around talking like that. They don't do that thing. And, it, and to be... Um, to look on for the other side, people who are listening understand that. Who, or who are of sound mind. That, yeah. that this is not the behaviour of someone who uh, is probably worth listening to. Yeah, but I guess the other... Uh, it's like there's a... There's a the fucking... The bit of sand that makes the, the pearl inside the oyster. It's like people hear those stories about other people can't help but think there's a grain of truth to it. Yeah, well, that, you know, that may be true, but it's not, it's not something you can do anything about. No, it's not. <clears throat> so I'm, not anyway. so I'm not trying to um, brush aside. Oh, no, 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 you're being totally fine, and I'm not, uh, you know, not taking umbrage in anything you're saying. I, 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 I think it's, yeah, I, I find it interesting that I have given it a lot of thought, and fuck, I've been on the planet a long time, and I've, I do genuinely think I uh, am currently the, the best version of myself that there has been. I think I'm a, a, a better person now than I was 20 years ago. Um, so it's not, it's not about, I'm fucking squeaking clean or anything like that I, you know we, I've behaved poorly and I have treated people badly and I have said the wrong thing to people and I have hurt people's feelings and all those sorts of stuff but um <laughs> not in these circumstances yeah but that's that's the, that's the point isn't it like that's the point about this is like well you know people who you have uh you know I did the same with me too people that you have crossed in the past who are of I just say of sound mind they don't be, they don't go around talking about how much you did this or you did that you know they keep it to themselves or they um, debrief with people who they're close to because it's been a, it was a real personal thing and they had to work it out but they don't go and behave the way these people are behaving which is why when people are on the receiving end of the information I've, I've got every faith that most people sit back going, wow, either this person who's talking like this is batshit crazy, or Matt Bradshaw is the worst person in the world, and that's not possible, because the worst person in the world would, you know, is behind bars, kind of like. Um, so, but probably not for long enough. Never know. Depends where they were jailed. If they're jailed in Victoria, then absolutely that's true. Oh. Bloody. Uh, yeah. Anyway. I can see how that's troubling. Am I going to get off on the thing? No. Of 
about not. And do not. Okay. Yes. I'm directing you. Excellent. I, although Action. I realised I don't have <laughs> I don't have the address, so I am actually just going to direct you. Oh, good. Yeah. Old school. Old school. That ways. Oh wow. That's old school. Yeah, you can still buy that ways. You can, can you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what? What's it called in Hobart? Is it called the Hotways? It's called the Howays. Ah, really? No, I don't know what it's when, called. Well, when I was in high school, uh, I was in a band and we wrote a song called The New Hobways, assuming that because it was the new Sidways and the new Melways that it would be called the Hobways. It's not called Sidways, is it? I think it is. Really? Yeah. It's really awkward. I don't think there is a Hobways. Okay. Um, and I don't think there's an Adelways either. No. I can't believe it's not the Addy Addy. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Do you know every person from Adelaide that I say that to just looks at me like in dismay, like, you're an idiot, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no one thinks it's weird. The Adelaide advertiser isn't called the Addy Addy. I can't believe it. But everyone, uh, it's one of those, one of those funny things where they look at me like, what, why, why do you think well, you're an idiot, Tom? You're just an idiot. Sure, and I, I agree with them. About, no, about that particular thing. All right, let me uh, let me consult my notes about what you wanted to talk about. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right. This is great. <laughs> In fact, what it says here is, I need to win. I need to defeat everyone. I need to defend myself. I hate being wrong, and I, moreover, I hate being told that I'm wrong. Oh, well, this does fall in line with the fact that you, like, ten percent of the rest of Australia is left. That's very left. Is it? Oh yeah. It's very left. Uh, this is, I mean, this is interesting because again, you know, we've spoken recently on the podcast about my natural tendency being towards being defensive. This all plays into it. It's all, yeah, that, and that's been a hallmark of my social interactions my entire life. And I think I am better now than I have been, but that's, I mean, a lot of years of ingrained behaviour of fucking hating to be hating to be thought of as dumb hating to yeah, hating to be wrong and really hating it being pointed out and finding excuses when when I am wrong to prove that I'm not very uncharismatic and really unattractive. <laughs> yeah, so I recognise it as a, as a poor personality trait. Well, you've also got the distinct disadvantage of knowing way too many people. Like, you, you, you don't have one workplace. Most people have one workplace. They go to work, one workplace, one set of work colleagues slash friends. Uh, you have multiples and in those that scenario of having a workplace you not only have people you work with work around you have people who go to see you at those places in particular so you've got this crazy Venn diagram of interconnected workplace friends and associates then you've got like actual outside of gig friends then you've got family and you've got people from you know your past you know, so, you know where you've lived in Adelaide and stuff like you know so many people and the nature of how 
our work is in the sense of going and having specific like you know 15 20 minute separate conversations and then people that come back over years over years and you know people like really well and even worse off they know you really well when i say even worse off it's like the the there's no balance of intimacy like people think they know you and think that they're your friend way more than what but way more than you do because what they don't understand is you've got five circles of friends like that and they've got the one which is you it's a little bit like the problem that you know when someone moves from one country to another everybody writes them one letter so everyone in their old life writes them one letter but they've got to write 50 and that that's very very difficult for people um which is why something like social media has become so you know useful because then you don't ever have to tell anyone everything because you just assume people know everything about your life because you posted it <laughs> yeah right and you just put it out there as a blanket statement yeah <laughs> and then you know the work the thing that is shit about it is that what happens is that people get shitty that you don't know something about their life because you didn't see it the thing that, that you didn't actually tell them about the carpet bomb of, <laughs> of social media <laughs> hey can you push the button yes is it that one maybe no <laughs> is it <laughs> no, is it right. really not? That's one on the front. Oh, right on the front. It's one on the no, front. Yeah, like here. Um, Nothing can go wrong yeah. here. There we go. Ah, oh, fuck it. Well <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> really uh, ticking all the boxes today, aren't well, you? I try to be helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's I, tricky, mate. <clears throat> I think. Um, uh, uh, so I've been known to say in the past, and it is incredibly uh, self-serving and, and, and weak, um, is that it, it doesn't seem to matter, I don't necessarily feel like this anymore, but in the past I have said, it doesn't seem to matter how many good things you, it's the, it's the I fuck one goat gag. It doesn't seem to matter how many good things you do, that people actually only remember the one fucking bad thing you did. And uh, that's a horribly pessimistic, really, again, a little, a what's little it, bit what's that? What's that in relation to? Uh, that's in relation to, um, in, the cost of the, in the context of this conversation, maybe making someone feel valued so far as spending time having a conversation with them but on in, numerous occasions gone in what context what, what? so just I've, I've like yeah go like someone from a gig right comes along all the time take some time to have a chat with them make them feel valued special and then the time you this is an isolating example but then the time you don't have the time to be able to do that with them then it's then you look like a because you aren't being for them what they need of you. Oh yeah, well then you just gotta do what I do and just don't talk to people. Well, you know, I mean <laughs> Because they're not special. No, but they are. No, they're not. They're special. Oh dude. No, I what I mean is like how can I, I'm not even I'm not even trying to be Decisions. Like, I'm not even trying to be. It doesn't mean I'm not being decisive. Um, 
this thing about wanting to do that to make people feel nice and special that the thing is is like well that takes nothing it takes nothing out of me no of course not uh, but it does potentially and clearly every now and then every now and then every now and then I know it's happened twice in six months yeah but I mean it like it it creates a situation where someone takes that out of context and yeah that's because the people who take it out of context are fucking messy human beings yeah. Right, and most people get that you're doing the rounds of being and just you know having a chat, saying hi. I guess I um, but that's the thing is like all the other people get it in context. Yeah. So occasionally some fucking nut job doesn't. Uh, like I mean I, you know I I I felt like this about friends of mine who are still friends of mine where I feel like I feel like um, I fuck I'm troubled by the idea that um, someone would think that I go out of my way to make them feel good only to subsequently let them down and there's almost something I, I, I hate the idea that anyone would see something pathological in that that it feels like oh, fuck I don't know I can't explain that I actually can't explain that very well at all I mean maybe it's the reality of it is is if you if you're not if that person that you talk to is not someone that you ever spend any time with outside of the gig then you're not really friends they're just people who are there incidentally where you're at, you are incidentally and you can be nice to them and they'd be nice to you and that's just how good people are yeah but I like I anyone who takes that scenario to some bizarre like next level I like just, I just quite often see people at, at my gigs our gigs at gigs who are uh, fringe dwellers who don't who don't have people who take any time to spend with them and talk with them and, and that's not meant to sound martyrish like that again it's it's of no consequence to me that I take some time out to talk to these people and it's it's um, it's. It, I don't do it, and I, and I don't do it to make myself feel good. I do it to make them feel good. Sure, uh, but but and I see these people at so many gigs who um get pushed aside and fuck made fun of, and I do go out of my way to kind of you know I mean maybe for want of a better word befriend these people. Because what you're saying is right. They're, they're, they're gig friends. And that is different, of course, to the people I think of as being my friends. Yeah, and I, like, I've got plenty of people like that too that you'd see and you're, it's nice to see how they are cause you, and you're interested because you see them regularly and you wonder, what, oh, what do you do for a job? But over a period of time, you do find out more about them and they find out about, about you, but... 
you're not going to their barbecue or anything like that, and they're not coming to yours. And that the one, it's no one has a problem with those people. And there's plenty of those around that you see all the time. You say, oh, hey, you know, hey, Carlos, you know, lovely bloke. You know, there's this. It's occasionally though these ones that you know you're you occasionally have way more trouble with. But that's the that is the difference though. If, if you go out of your way, as opposed to what I would say I do, which is like a very casual chat or hey hi, but you do go out of your way and you do you do go that little bit harder, so to speak. Mm. So you will, you know, and I can say I've had experiences like you have in the past, which is why I'm way less likely to to behave how you behave. Okay. Like I pull, I hold it back, pull it back. It's like fucking hell. A, you know where I work, seven nights a week. Now with social media too, you can find out everything about anyone. Yeah. I had someone say to me, "Oh, you know, someone said to me, like, 'Where's your wedding ring?'" It's like, what? I don't have what. <laughs> like even like A, I don't, I'm not married. B, what the fuck is it even your business to ask anyone? Anyone you don't really know that question. <laughs> Weirdo. So, yeah. Uh, hey, we're close now. That's great. We can do another one on the way back. <laughs> well, we're only close to here. I realised... Uh, we do three. We do one on the way to your house. Yeah, well, I guess. Oh, fucking hell. I, I mean, you've got to drive back past Crown anyway. I mean, otherwise it would just be... You know, why don't you just drop me high? Actually, you can turn left here. Why don't you just drop me home and I'll fucking catch a cab in tomorrow? But I'll yeah, I've got all right. the. <laughs> Dude, if I if I went to Crown via boat, uh, <laughs> I would. But no, I drive past where uh, where we left anyway. Yes. Where are we? Lindhurst. We are in right at this street here. Ah, that's what it's called. Good. <laughs> Oh shit. I, I was... just want to point out everybody, like yep. I've been driving around and every time I've had to make a turn I have used the indicator. Yeah, oh yeah, he's good yeah. like that. Yeah. Fair enough. It is night time and there's lights all around me and stuff like that. And I haven't done a lot of mirror looking. Are you uh, okay? Straight ahead, sorry. Cool. <laughs> Again, riveting <laughs> podcast viewing. Listening. Well let's sorry. uh let's stop the podcast when okay. you, um after you get out of the car and get, get back in with the keys. Oh goodness! Okay, <laughs> shit. And then we'll um, start up again from your house back to see if we can get back to Crown on the on battery. <laughs> We're not gonna what what? Okay, <laughs> that's gonna make a very long podcast. No, we'll do we'll do this one and compete with the one for next week. Just oh really? Up. Yeah. Why not? Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then we can talk about the survey. And we can talk about yes, Joker. Right. What? Well, uh, Joker okay. film. On the way. Yeah. To, oh shit! <laughs> I don't know if I remember enough about it. That's all uh, right. Then. Where that light's on. Oh great. On that house. Cool. All right. Salada biscuits. <laughs> oh, it's actually not that one at all. Oh, oh it's the one behind us. Look, oh, I great. can see Reese. Right. All right, you get out. Uh, okay. Bye, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> this is brilliant. Oh, my, is it? <laughs>